All right, man. We live as a motherfucker right now. Keep y'all, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. You see that? That's how you know you're welcome. That's how we do it. That's the fuck your opinion salute. Okay. Say la vie, say la vie, say la vie. Oh, my God, damn, uh, what a <laughs> yo, live from the pit that don't give a shit. This is this is fuck your opinion, the podcast. <laughs> With your man, Toucan Dan, as you see, I'm getting in my trees. Toucan Dan. And I'm Don Gotti Nash. It's your man, Step Lover. And uh, we got a special guest. Turn your mic back on, Neil. There you go. Introduce yourself, nigga. What's up? What's up? What's up? Bars, comedian, Simon says. What's up? Hey, man, look, man. We, 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 try, we Everybody trying to look at you, but we can't see y'all, man. What's up with the visual, man? Need to get this right, man. People texting me, look at try to look at y'all, man. Get it right, man. Let's get this right. What's wrong with the vision? They got that might be fucked up like mine, goddammit. No, I just didn't. You can't see me. You got us done. We all in there. We locked in. Yeah. Hear it. They say they can't hear it, but they can't see it. But that's all right. Man, what's up, man? No, we good, man. We should be on YouTube. Uh we should be on motherfucking uh whole bunch of shit. Facebook everywhere. 
We everywhere, baby. We live. We live. If they can't see us, tell them spend that stimulus money on that. We was we was in we was in the smaller boxes with the video on the you know with the um music on the other side. So that's probably what they was talking about. But yeah, we should be good. They love me. They love me. Hey, y'all, Don. Who that? Who that was, man? In that song right there, man. That was Flavid Ruffin. Flavid Ruffin. And um, damn, I can't even see the other name. It was Flavid Ruffin. Flavid Ruffin. Okay, that's a, that's new. That's a little, you know. But they had to be either one of them had to be from the district because he said something about DC and uh, you know. But then, I mean, whatever whoever they were, man, they they was it was fire, man. I like that. That was dope. Hey, I like the name Flavid Ruffin too, because you know most of everybody's Italian. It could have been Flavid, you know, Cipriano. Marciad something the third or you know how it is uh, uh you know whatever those Italian name is it's always a Pacino or De Niro or yeah so, uh, yeah well, you, you know you why David Ruffin though right uh, yeah David Ruffin that's what I'm saying I uh, like when we do that you know, uh, let's take uh, so. when that, that as rappers we started start embracing our African American heritage you know what I'm saying we need to have rappers named after people like Tubman or Garvey you know what I'm saying give us some shit that. You know, whatever your name is, little bugged out juice, you know, Garvey or something. Give us something that kind of remind of, uh, of our history and past, you know. Okay. I mean, we had some Bumpy Johnsons out there, you know, some gangsters oh, out there, but you know. My little, I'm gonna go under the alley, little working 50, then fuck it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like, see, that's what I'm saying. Hey, but listen. That's a part of our culture. So you, know, if you, you don't know, even you, know what the fuck. Know, back in the day, when you when you first got off the porch, you had to work at fifty. Yeah. Before you got hey. eight ball, you had to work at fifty. That was it. Hey, that's a, don't even spill that juice. That's what I'm saying. Like that's cold for us. You know what I mean? But it's shit like that that we should use that people be like, "Yo, what the fuck are you working for?" They got there wasn't only balls back in the day. Got you know. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like we should do names like that. That's only apparent to our culture so you you only got to be from a certain time or certain area to really know what the fuck we talking about yeah you know we ain't got to be uchiano or whatever you know because everybody's you know them italian whatever names they like to put on the back end of this shit i'm with the working 50 you know what i'm saying that's that's what i'm talking about they're gonna think he was down with g unit or something like he he down with g unit or a food stamp you know so at the book you know what? I think somebody actually was little food stamp. I think we had a rapper that was named after something like EBT, or it's always something. But well, you know, you know, yeah. ODB had his motherfucking food stamp card. Yeah, yeah, shit, he got locked up for fraud, man. He, he did more than fraud. that. He remember he went in the limousine to the welfare office to get his checks and shit. Like that was some gutter shit, real shit though. Hey man, ODB was a real motherfucker. Okay, he ain't matter none of that. He was making that bread. He he did a song with Mariah, number one, and still was spending them food stamps. Is that why they Wu Tang? Who's they sign? Is that why they killed them all? Ah, hey, listen, ODB. They tried to experiment on it, man. You know what I'm saying? The ODB news. You know, that whole clown shit that everybody kind of looked at, like ODB, some old crazy drunk. You know, that shit was all really persona part of his persona. Everybody doing it. That's how they that's how they put they put your persona when you're talking the truth. They gotta make you yeah. like you crazy. That's why when you listen to people say, There you go. 
trying to act like oh they they off they rockers. Nah, them young, you really listen to them. They know what they talking about. They just you just they just yeah. bad, but because they don't seen yeah. why they put them in the crazy home, giving them keep um, keeping them under medication because they really talking the truth. Because when you've been too exposed to that kind of stuff, start talking the truth. Don't nobody really worry. Yeah. And because you and you know what that is, and that is the truth. You know what I mean? Because people, a lot of people don't realize that people don't really—they're not talking. They're talking in segments. You know what I mean? They're talking in segments because it almost seems like it's cold because they can't come out and say completely the whole story. So they give you details. You just gotta pick up on the breadcrumbs. And some people, like you said, are willing to overlook that and be like, "Man, he just be grabbing some old gibberish." Then you'll come to find out he's just maybe stuck in a period. Where he's trying to explain or detail something, you just can't get it, you know. Right. That's hey, how to get it. Check this yeah. out, man. Real quick, man. We we not gonna get all long winded um with, with a whole bunch of things. We're gonna keep it moving. We got yeah, you know me. special guest tonight, man. This is what my man Simon says for those who are not uh following him, who you know, like I said, man, this is a childhood friend of mine, you know, like family, man. We go back to Highsville Middle. Um, you know, listen. We we did we were talking about the good old days, man. We were talking about old school music, eighth grade dance, how we used to join on each other. For those of y'all know what the fuck joining is, man. Listen, I ain't even gonna get too deep into it. Uh, roasting, roasting, yeah, whatever you want to call it, man. However you want to call it, uh, but this this is one of my brothers from back in the days, man. And uh, it's blessed to have you on the show, man. I've been trying to get you on here for a minute. Thanks for joining us. Um, Say that my nigga got my number. You just hit me yesterday. Man, this nigga, look, he be doing a comedy show. He be doing a comedy show, man. Hollywood. You know how niggas in Hollywood, right? That nigga just called me, text me yesterday, say you gonna be on the show Thursday. I been with a bit on the show. I can be on the show every week if you ask me, man. You just hit me the other day saying that. Nah, because you was out. You was out Atlanta, right? You had been out Atlanta for a minute. Phones, they work, they work early with my phone ain't my phone ain't on. <laughs> he got he got he got step level on the ropes right now. Nah, he got him on the rope. Step level's on the rope. You supposed to got back to me, man. Um I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you do you but you know you lie like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey Williams, what's the Williamson? <laughs> Stephon, what's up? What's up? WFS. In the morning, what's up? Thanks for checking in. Oh, so you, so you, that's what you do, bro. So you know, give us, you know, if you're on the show, Step know you, but I don't really know you. Don don't know you, so you know, what's give us a little quick bio. Hey, I, I'm fuck with that Maryland uh, 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 bicycle cap you got on there too. Oh, they represent you know. Maryland, John. Yeah, man. the Mer. Hey, you, and you only can be from Maryland to say it like that. Somebody say they from. Have anybody? You know, I'm in Maryland. If you ever heard somebody say Maryland, you be like. We, got to, like, we we put a U, we put a U in that A with that Merlin. Merlin. But you know what's funny, real quick is whenever you tell somebody you from Merlin, they be like, "Where?" And then you be like, "Maryland," and then they be like, "Oh, okay, okay." Hey, Kristen, yeah. Kristen Buca says she follows you on on IG. So. On IG, that's our family. That's Kristen Buca. Kristen Buca, what's going on, Chris? How you feeling? That's our I family. Yeah, yeah but I, like I said, go ahead, give give us a quick rundown. People follow you on IG. Let you know, give, give us a quick, just a little bio. You know what you do. You know why they be following your motherfucking ass? What what you be doing for people yeah. to follow your ass? You know what I'm saying? 
talking shit, talking, talking gangs and shit. Talking you know, shit, right? that right here. <laughs> you know, four time Murray, you know, three time divorce. I talk that gangster shit. That's what niggas want to hear. Hell, what hear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the spokesman. <laughs> you know, like, you no, know, niggas come to me for advice because. I done, I done, I done, I done been through it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I'm the, I'm the, I'm your favorite cheaters cheater. You know what I'm saying? I'm out the game now, but you know. Oh, me, you out the My game? What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, I'd be 42 this year. Home is over. The, the oh, student okay. has become the teacher, man. You know when it's like a, it's like in the dojo. When you get so, when it gets to a certain level, you just hang your shit up. You don't even gotta wear it no more. It's just right there. For everybody to see, they be like, "That's the masters dojo right there. That's that's the masters shit right there." Age, age don't necessarily take you out the game, though, man. I got I got people in the family. They still <laughs> they still pushing. You know what I'm saying? So it don't, it don't normally it don't necessarily take you out. Nah, Wisdom you, takes you out the game. Not only that, losses take you out the game too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard as I lost, I lost properties, money. Family, you know, it it, it 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 take a toll on you. Got to change, you know what I'm saying? If not, you stuck on stupid. You doing the, hey, right. listen, they said insane is doing the same thing over and over and expecting yeah. different consequences. Yep. Yep. Hey, real quick, uh, real quick, uh, Chris Buchan said I started following him years ago when he started spreading awareness about Releasia Rudd's disappearance. Right. Yeah, you've been following me for a good little brick, uh, uh, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I got, I got, uh, man, seven on your side. All of them, I had an interview with the mom on my page and everything, and they, they, they took the whole my page. They didn't even do their homework. Like people that was really following the case was my page was the one I was talking to them on live from the show. What? And Channel Seven just did a whole special from my page. Like they didn't do no. Homework. Oh my god! They called, they called me up there and was like. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, they, they met me. I said, man, you know, it was crazy because I really didn't care. I just wanted just I didn't want no money. But I told whoever covered my bar tab at the time, I ran up, bar tab, me and my man, we ran up $600 worth of drinks. I said, whoever paid the bar tab get the exclusive. I get Channel 7 paid the bar tab, and that's how they got the, that's how they ever got the case, you know what I'm saying? But they all did the the uh, special for my page because I don't even know how that shit landed in my lap. It was like people wouldn't talk to the police. They were talking to me, and I just felt like I had to follow him. This was before live. This was before uh no live was pop. Live was going. No, you couldn't even go live. You just had to do an interview and post a video. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, with Instagram was just really getting started. This was talking about 2013, you know, because remember 2012, it was only iPhone only before they got Android then. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I popped off with the Relisha Rug case and then, you know. I started put people on blast, and then you know that's how that's how I became so popular on the internet because I was doing a thing called "I Bet You Won't Adam," and niggas ain't really like that, but you know it was, <laughs> it was like you know if you had an issue, what was that? So basically, it'd be like let's say like I don't know you right, but your baby mother might hit me up, be like, yeah, you got caught sleeping with a tranny. She'd give me the video. <laughs> we might Dang. post you the tranny and the video at you the tranny and your baby mother. And you got to come clear your name. You got to tell me, look. This, this. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey. You got a lot of motherfuckers don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's like a black, that's the hood version of Cheetahs. You ever seen Cheetahs? 
hope this one go viral because I'm gonna say this: when 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 Tony when Tony Durant got fucking around with that tranny, they hit me up like, man, you know, you need to help clear Tony's name. When I saw the video, I was like, he gotta get in front of the bus. You know, his whole claim to fame was to protect the family name. But all he had to do was say, I'm on a DL, my brother, NBA player. He could have went around the world and got his own money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but he wanna betray like he's still a gangster, nigga. No, nigga, you like men. You fucking a tranny. Like, it's a well-known tranny in the D.C. area. Like, you know, y'all wasn't no regular tranny. He well-known. So I couldn't mm. I couldn't stamp that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey. hey. Real quick. Uh, hey, Simon. Go ahead, go ahead. By, 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 by the Durant's being... They not really from C Pleasant, but you know he played in C Pleasant. Right, he from Calvert Heights, but he came over C Pleasant. Right, so it's like we was claiming him when he was winning. So you gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah, All mm-hmm. he had to do was protect the name. You out here with a tranny, Holmes? Like, come on, Holmes! Like, you wilding out. But well, listen, the thing about it, if you want to be gay, like you said, be gay. Yeah, yeah just be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Own, own, yeah. Own up to that shit. Own I mean, that shit. You <laughs> love it. Hey, because I'm sure I listen. Because if one of Dwayne Wayne's sons actually make it to the NBA, they're gonna have to claim. Uh, uh was I? I don't know what young. But listen, Kevin Durant, brother, coming out saying, "Listen, I'm, I like, I like what I like, but I, I had to hide my identity because of who my brother was. You know, they he could have went around the world talking speeches. They would have gave him a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was, it's a. I mean, for somebody to come out. Yeah, they, they, like, they, they, they behind I, you. Like you gonna get, you gonna get the machine if you do that. My advice to him was to get in front of the bus. This nigga don't went and made a family, got married to a woman, made kids, bro. We, we, we just gonna ignore the fact that you got caught with a tranny three years ago, bro. We just gonna, we just gonna, <laughs> like, say fuck that shit, huh? Shit, that's what oh. he hoping. Hey, money makes you forget all kinds of shit. The whole beef was, I talked to the little tranny nigga. The nigga said, man, the nigga owe me four hundred dollars. She said, pay the four hundred. So I got to late on my rent, and I told a nigga he said he didn't give me the money. It was bullshit, so I told him. Oh, Slim, all you got to do is have a sit down with your brother. Look, I fucked up, bro. I need 400 right now. <laughs> ain't talking about 400000 talking about $400. If you ain't had $400, right. your brother's an NBA MVP. Something wrong with you. Nigga, sell a pair of sneakers he gave you or something. They kept this. <laughs> get, your, right. get your hustle together. Hey, 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 Simon, real quick question for you, man, because, you know, you be doing a lot of work, you know, we, we see with the, uh, you know, giving people, you know, giving it to them how it is as far as calling people out, having a good time with it. <laughs> what, what, what made you want to get into comedy, man? What made you, what, what started you off? Because, I mean, I got a kind of an idea, but started you all because I feel like I had a little something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's hear Steph's theory right, let's first. Let's hear Steph's theory first. Let's hear Steph's theory first. Steph the lover's theory. That's the thing, man. And this, I tell people a lot, man. You know, growing up as a young man, we endure a lot of things, you know what I mean? Especially when you come from where we, where we come from. And some of the classroom... Some of the classroom stories and battles, man, that we had in eighth grade in Highsville Middle, we were talking about this before we got on the show. I mean, it was some epic motherfucking, epic things, man, that went on in these classrooms, man. So when I seen my man was doing comedy and he was, you know, giving people the business, man, I said, yeah, this, this is, 
this is what I remember. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember this cat from back in eighth grade, man. We was fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? We was really fucking shit up. But the thing about our class was it has they put all Jonas in one class. One class. So when you had your day and the whole class was listening to you when you was ripping a nigga up, it was epic. So oh, I, fine. Hey, if I could take a room like this where it's like all because it was like it wasn't like somebody was on your side, it was like today I might be joining on you, the mom joining on him. We, we, we'll choose. The size everybody could get it, anybody could get it. And if you went too far, niggas went to blows like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But you know, you if, if you what if you wasn't trying to throw the blows, you had to take it on the chin and get better. Like I gotta, I gotta get it was to the point, Slim. I was writing material about every nigga in that class that was a Jonah. And I was like, if he say this, I know because I got a big head. So you remember the song? <laughs> <laughs> They used to torture me. And I said, man, I gotta, I gotta be nice. First of all, we going to Highsville Middle. So they already had more people at the school than we from C Pleasant. Mm. So mind you, I had a class. It's me and one other dude from C Pleasant. The rest of these cats from Highsville. And they got all the bras in it. And you know, you in the eighth, you in the seventh, eighth grade, bro. You're not about to go out like that, bro. I'm like, hell no. We need to wear the outfit again. We talking about yeah. hey, come on, we in the dope yeah. Like, come on, on the streets fucking up. Like everybody, man, niggas your your OG getting money telling you not to come to school. It's it's really if you going to school, you like man, you you really taught the beef. That's what we was taught. Like, nigga, we beefing over shit that we don't even own. It was this dumb mentality. So when we got to Highsville, man, they was fine. They was fine. I was like, man, gotta go to class. So, you know, once I realized, man. I was funny, you know. I was like, man, I could do this anywhere. Then, you know, may he rest in peace, John Crawford. You know what I'm saying? He believed in me so much. One night, we was on the block, and he was like, "Man, I'm gonna take you to an open mic," you know. And you know the story. You know, rest in peace, John. Never, he's pick me up the next day. Stuff. He, I was blowing his phone. He's supposed to pick me up the next day. He never mm-hmm. made it. Got killed that night the night before, you know. I ain't gonna get into all that, but you can Google John Crawford get killed in Merlin. But he was supposed to pick me up and take me to do my first open mic. And uh he had it all set up. But um I kinda like went on the fact that I didn't want to let him down because he used to, man, you need to do stand up, you need to do stand up. I'm like, man, I don't do no motherfucking stand up. I'm trying to be a plumber, man. I ain't trying to do no motherfucking stand up at that time. You know, I think I was trying to work for Metro or something like that, but Slim used to always say, man, you definitely funny. You can talk shit in front of an audience and people gravitate to you. And I was like, ah. When he died, I felt like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and at least try it. And I tried it, and it was like, damn, he really was right. I'm really good at this shit. Yeah, because listen, man, you know, like I say, man, when I first heard that, you know, this is the direction that you wanted to go in, my dude, I, I, I already knew, man. I was like, man, listen, man, listen, me and you, wasn't nobody fucking with us in class. It just it wasn't happening, you know. Um, but we had a lot. We had a classroom full of dudes, man. That were funny. We really did, and uh, we we gelled so well together, man. We really did. And like I said, when I seen that you were doing stand up and you was doing your thing, bro, I, I said, man, listen, 
he gonna make it. And he gonna do his thing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the dude, man. Like I said, I, it's been my man since day one because at the end of the day, we wasn't ever supposed to be friends. No, 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 no. Where he from? Me being where I'm from, they always try to put us against one another. You know what I mean? But we saw through that, and right. uh, it's, it's funny that comedy joning on somebody can make you see past that. You know what I mean? And uh. That was a beautiful thing, man. We were talking about that before the podcast. And uh, like I said, man, I'm, I'm honored to be on here with you, man, because we got some more things. To do. We got some more things to do now, goddammit. Gonna- hey, listen, listen, you was my first white, like half white, white friend. Like, you was, <laughs> like I ain't never been a white Your mother, everything. Listen, when I first went to this dude's house, man, they was ordering, they lived by like a Domino's. They was ordering Domino's. We was, I was like, man, it's a white mm-hmm. person. How we out there? The mom, like, y'all can drink, y'all can smoke. Man, we in the eighth grade. Y'all got the green light over. Y'all coming over here every weekend. <laughs> like, man. Yeah, look. Hey, I'm from the same area. The Domino's right there in the, by the train track. Step knows we know the same thing. We right by the train track. I, I was like, man, this this dude different, man. He cool. <laughs> <laughs> different. But then I realized, man, you know, like, coming up in the 80s and 90s, you know, you throw all white people was rich, you know what I'm saying? You opened your doors up, and you was just like one of us, homie. Huh? Like, it ain't even about color when it kind of that, even though you was half. Yeah. I don't even know what. Yeah, you, 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 you got him fully white. You talking like he? You talking like he fully white? Nah, <laughs> he was white when he met him. Nah, yeah. I thought he was white when I met him. <laughs> nah, but whole time he never introduced me to like the black side when I when I met yeah. his mother. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't because that's what made me realize racism was taught, you know what I'm saying? Because his mother, yeah, yeah, we ain't look at her like no white woman, we looked at her like, uh, listen, I, I, I was just saying, Don, no, not that you know, my mother's like his mother as well. Uh, that's my brother. Color, color is just it's just a color, man. That's that's just a motherfucking color. It is taught, though. That, that, shit, that shit is definitely taught. Hey, look, your mother, oh, would, yeah. your mother would cuss and say, Lord, slay, shit, and I ain't like, she ain't no different from my mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like. Man, that shit. And I, once you got past that, I ain't care where you was from because you was more realer than the niggas I came up with. You know what I'm saying? I was like, shit, man. I ain't. I can go around Highsville. I catch the bus over there, stay over there all weekend. Can't nobody from my hood do this? No problem. With, with no problems. Good. No, Good money. No, no pistols. No nothing. Sad. And I can come to Capitol Heights and see Pleasant. No problem. You feel me? No like, and, and that's that's the relationship that we that we built, yeah. man. Uh, you know, like I said, it's some things brewing. We're going to make some things happen in the future. Shout out to our man, Daynell, man. Shout out to Intense Flavors. Man, Intense Flavors, man. Shout out yeah, to yeah, man, yeah. Man. Shout out to Daynell. He dropped the video. He another he another one of us, man. You know what I mean? Um, listen, man. It, it's out the area. As we call it, hey, Steph, as we call it out the area. We from the, we from the area, y'all. Here. Yeah. From around the area, bro. Yeah, I'm the same thing. And then look. Niggas was talking, man. You were murdering, bam. But a lot of niggas from uptown southeast couldn't fuck with us, though. You know? I'm, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Not with the hands, not with no getting no money, not with getting no bitches. None of that. Hey, hold up. Uh, we got a uh, uh, Randy Candy podcast, Rare Candy podcast says showing love from podcast group on Facebook. Hey, shout out. Hey, what's up? Shout out, man. Hey, he said the stream, the stream looks good. Yeah, man. We need to, we need to link up, man. Yeah, let's link up, man. Yeah. You, know this shit, you get yeah. 
Yeah. What's up, Red? Hey, but you know what? I want, I want to hit on that too, Simon. You know, and that's the only thing that really, kind of, I mean, because I grew up, now I live in, I've been living in D.C. for God, 17, almost 17 years now. But, you know, I, I was born and raised in Highsville. That's a step note. You know, the same folks, Brentwood, Maryland. I moved out to Largo. I live now in D.C. You know, a lot of people in this area, they kind of go into the old Maryland, Bama, and, or he from D.C. I mean, we bought, the line is so, listen, this is the true story. My daughter's 17 years old. When I drive around with her, she doesn't even know to a, to a certain extent when we're in Maryland or we're in D.C. We're across one line. She'd be like, are we in D.C.? I'm like, no, this is Maryland. You know, she got friends that live off Livingston Road, you know, all the Oxon Hill area. She'll be thinking that's uh, it's my like she be like, oh, it's that my friends they live in Maryland because she lived in D.C. her whole life. My friends live in Maryland. We go to Livingston Road. I'm like, you know what this is? This listen from from ML, MLK Highway, Molly King Highway on the Maryland side, from Eastern Avenue all the way to Landover. You know how I many niggas I know was millionaires in the '90s off of drugs, you know? <laughs> I call it. I just call it South Side of Maryland. It's still listen, South Side. I don't even know. Listen. What different? And the only thing that difference is the is the county line and the cars, the no, cop cars. Listen, but Merlin, listen, Merlin was getting money back in the nineties. Don't get it fucked up, home. Like I know they talk that shitty shit, but the money was in Merlin though, bro. Because you had functional crackheads that went to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 You only got money first and fifteenth. Merlin says you got money every week, bro. Cause they, they actually got money. houses. They actually own homes. Got family. They get off work and come cop, and then really go home and come and see you the next day. Like they had a hard day's work. They were talking about get, get. You know what I mean? City niggas was coming out of Merlin because they was like, man, coming out of Merlin. Yeah, Merlin was functional crackheads. Every day was spending that six o'clock rush. If you sold dope or you sold coke, you know what I'm saying. And you ain't a, and if, any nigga that told me he sold coke in the nineties that I ain't never tricked off with a pipe head is a goddamn lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of niggas lost their virginities with a pipe head. Don't, let's not get it. Hey, listen. And that ain't even this just this area. I did. I know a lot of my men that lost their virginity with hey. the pipe head. Yeah, you, that ain't even in this area. That's just a that's a nationwide thing. You got you got you got two dimes left. You're not about to sit there away from. Right, right. What you gonna what, what's up with these two dimes? Hey, hey. don't get this for hey, and they want forty dollars back then. They wanted two dimes, man. They wanted two dubs, man. It was listen, you know the bad thing about it though, y'all. Them good old crackheads that we grew up with, they not around no more, man. No. You know, the back crack- in the day, a crackhead used to wash your car, put your gutters, your gutters, everything on your house. Every, a crackhead was one of the most Functional. resourceful people in the world. Oh, they was, and they were still some real good shit. So yeah, they was The hookup game was now, real. Now they just Listen. try to catch you at the laundromat Listen. with a bag full of soap and, and yeah, detergent. I Look, back in the day, they was giving you dub body wash. Now they got jerkins. I don't want jerkins. <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, I, mean? I want settle hey, field lotion. I want that. Hey, they still bring an old spice. Yeah, like, it's stuff. Man, spice. I don't want that. Hey, hey, they all moved to Phoenix. Nah, they all moved to Phoenix. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 These yeah, said they all moved to Phoenix. 
Hey, look, they, these, youngers, these youngers be trapping. They sell weed, but then they be on Zannies. I'm like, how you selling something, but you want something crazy? Boy, shit. They, ain't, they ain't even making money. They just trading drugs. Before we give up too much game to everybody, because some people got to find their own way. We can't coach them. We got to write a book for this shit to coach them about it. Um, That's the problem, though. Um, listen, we can't be OGs because we got the age. We really got to grab these young niggas. Like, man, what is you doing, home? Like, a lot of niggas get stamped as OGs because we got the age, but it's a lot of niggas that's that ain't even bosses at our age, bro. They still taking they still taking advice from a young nigga that's twenty five. You know, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you got a young nigga that's twenty five that's making plays, and you see him about to crash out, and burn. Hey, look, home. You ain't gotta go that route. You know, you can, you can, but we won't do that because a lot of OG niggas done fucked off so much of the years that they just now getting their mind right, but they ain't got their pocket right, and they still acting like. They gotta be superior to these young fuck it. Man, you know, like, like just cause these niggas got money don't make them no real niggas, man. Like niggas be stamping these niggas as real niggas, but unless you die a real nigga, you ain't a real nigga. Facts. You know what I'm and saying? Not, like what would you say earlier, Simon? If you're not taking care of your motherfucking kids and your family, you not a real nigga. I don't respect. Not I, at I, all. I, I don't, no I, respect. I, no I, respect. I, Call myself your homie if you don't fuck with you. If I see you and you don't never got your kids on there, he talks. I already know you're gonna backdoor me. It's just a matter of point when, because you don't backdoor <laughs> your own kids. <laughs> right? You, you, you backdoor your own kids. Ain't yeah. nobody. Saying. You different. Like you, are, you don't got no respect for nothing. I don't even honestly, bro. I don't even trust a nigga that don't wear a watch. I'm old school. Hey, I can't even wear a watch, man. It just that shit just awkward nah, or something. Listen, listen. Let me tell you why I don't wear I don't, I don't know if this nigga don't wear a watch or don't look at his if you don't wear a watch and you, you must look at your phone all the time because my thing is you don't respect your time, you won't respect my time. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm big on time. Like when nah, you, time is when, important. When you told me eight forty, when you told me eight forty-five, I was here eight forty-five. I respect the man's time. I don't play with a man's time. Not time at all. It's money. You know time is the lesson. Time is the lesson. I, I be, I be. When I get booked for shows, I be so early. Sometimes I be there with security and a DJ before the promoter get there because you tell me one thing, and I just, I just, I have a problem with being late. I can't be late. You know what I'm saying? Like. My, I, I, I won't. I take. I take what I do serious, especially when I put my heart into it. So I can't be late. So when somebody tell me something, I'ma hold you to it. If I'd have logged on this joint at eight forty-five and y'all wasn't there, I'd have been gone already. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, but you were there, and you said, "There go my man right there." You ain't think I was gonna be on this joint at eight forty? I called you thinking it was eight o'clock. I've been ready since seven thirty. Fact, hey, listen, time is an essence, man. I, 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 and I missed the whole motherfucking message, so I, hey, my, my, hey, hey, get that, hey, 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 it's time. Dan. Get on, listen, get on, Dan, man. It's Dan, man. Dan. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a weed, I'm a weed smoker, so I'm gonna say this. In essence, time is also relative. So it's when you see it and when you don't. I didn't see the A45, so I wasn't here at A45. But when I seen the message, I yeah, got yeah. my shit here, and, and, and we got to start. This is what I'm gonna tell you though, Dan. You heard you probably heard it before. You, you a broken clock is right two times a day. 
when that John flash 12 12 12 is right at 12 noon is right at 12 a.m you know what i'm saying like you got all day you can be wrong all day but you got two times to be right and that's all it takes for you to be right twice and then you can you can change your whole life you know what i'm saying that's, Me, that's a yeah. message hey listen check this out i want to know this i want to know this simon let's talk a little bit about comedy real quick since comedy comedy is what you do uh all three of us are big comedy fans we've had the conversation before I want you to give me your top five comedy comedians of all time. Give them to me. Are you ready? I'm ready. Richard Pryor. All right. Corey Hoker. Okay. Eddie Griffin. All right. Lisa Lampanelli. Okay. And not because of what he does on stage, but because he does a whole body of work in comedy, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's a respectful list. And then yeah, you're a comedian, so you actually get to study some of that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, I mean, even some of the people you name is is people. Is, you know, a lot of people wouldn't name some of them people. Even a, a, lot people a lot of people don't know who some of the people did he name. I can guarantee you. Nah, you nah. I like hey. I like envelope pushes though. I like that button pushes. Like oh. Mm. He, or he or she ain't say, like I like Lisa Lavinelli. Like she get away with shit that nobody can get away with. Corey right. Hogan get away with shit. That hey. If you want to see a good roast, watch Lisa Lampanelli go. She is a hey step. You want to talk about roasting a motherfucker? She gets to going. I, but you know what? I I, I can see uh, Simon, me and you. You know, with like I love truth, raw, truthfully raw communities like like Don Rickles or you know even you know Dave Chappelle in his form. I love raw comedians. Yeah, the people that make you look at it like yo. This is life. Life, because to me, life is a comedy. This shit ain't really to be taken too serious, but to a few people, because you know it's all a show. We all actors playing our part, but you know, comedy isn't everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that unites people. If you can laugh together, you damn sure can cry together. Hey, but quick. I love people who serve it to you raw. Hey, Dave, yeah. make a real good point, real quick. Rare Candy Podcast. He said, "Hell yeah, fellow comedian here. Good luck on a roll to the top, bro." Hey, Rare Candy. Good luck to you as well. Also, yeah, we we getting ready to put together a comedy show, a fuck your opinion slash uh, Simon Says DMV thing, and we trying to get all the comedians from all the areas to come together. Even if we got to do this shit by the web, you know, on a camera, uh, we're going to put together a hell of a comedy show, man, and bring in multiple comedians so we can just talk comedy, man, and uh, we're going to make it happen. So make sure... You give my brother some information at the top, uh, Don Gotti, and uh, you know we gonna we gonna make it happen, man. But thank you, yeah. You know, hey, uh, Eddie Murphy is definitely in my top. If you don't have Eddie Murphy in your top, uh, I mean, you could have a different top five. Uh, but Eddie Murphy with his whole body of work, man, work is impeccable. You forget some of the movies that he could be seven characters at one table and all of them him. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't seen like 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 coming to America the barbershop scene. Like all them characters in the jump was him, bro. Like it's crazy. Like he just hey. different. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. Cause you know what? And I'm gonna tell you some real shit. Now and, and I'm sure for me to say this, everybody's gonna have to admit it to a certain point. If you can tell me off the break when you seen the old white Jewish guy. In the barbershop, and you thought that was Eddie Murphy at first. No. Use a line, motherfucker. Credits. Which, which, yeah, what'd you say, bro? When they showed you the credits at the end and they showed it was him, that you didn't know. 
It fucked me up when I hey, yeah when I was on, little you know, yeah, yeah yeah when I was little yeah I, yeah I I didn't know some of that shit I was like wow <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> I, my mind. I, this, this one I respected him more when they put him in the joint and I respected Bernie Mac more too Bernie Mac is in my if in my alternate but life Eddie oh man so I listen at, no, at that point in time Martin Lawrence was he from the area. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when he you put him in the movie with Eddie, it was it was Martin was like the student. It was like it was like mm-hmm. Daniel's son, Mister Miyagi. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like ah, Martin nice, but Eddie Eddie just spanked him. He had the one liners in that whole movie that just fucked him up. <laughs> Bernie and Bernie. Hey. Bernie Eddie and that joint was just, and you had a body full of. It was just so much comedic greatness in that movie. Like I watched it from like. A... Comedic point of view, like damn, like nigga, can you? Because you know that's like putting you a movie with your peers and everybody trying to be funny, but like. All right, well, listen, since you talking about. There you go. There you go. Step, I don't know what happened. Hey, bro, but let me, I just want because that life joint had me. When that motherfucker, when Eddie Murphy, he had like the most killer one-liners in that entire movie. That entire movie had so many one-liners in it that Eddie Murphy provided. That was a movie that when I seen, I actually was laughing and cr- until I cried in a movie theater. I've with never the, seen a movie that did that. Now, older with the character, he was still going. And listen, I call it. <laughs> Listen, this is this is this is my favorite comedian stand-up wise. Something like a Richard Pryor championship rounds, like a Floyd Mayweather. Cause everybody nice the first 15 minutes. But when they ask you to do 45 to an hour, then when we watch it on TV, it's 30 minutes, but you know that's two hours in real life because mm-hmm. they chop it up. They chop it up at the laughs and all that. I don't know if you ever went to a live comedy show and then see mm-hmm. the it's not the same thing. But yeah. I had witnessed that a couple of times. But when you watching the championship rounds, the Floyd Mayweather rounds is what I call it. When a nigga get nice and he's still bringing it round eight through twelve, long winded, long winded. That's what Richard was. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's what that's what Eddie Murphy is. Listen, listen. Those guys told stories, but the it's... most dominant, one of the most dominant niggas I've seen, but he never get his he never get his praises. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. Sage was a monster, but he chose the Malcolm and Eddie money. Yep. But had he had had he had went the stand up route, he would have been he'd have been different, bro. Because you couldn't fuck with him, bro. He was saying the nigga the nigga said the reason why they invented showers because Jesus is walking on his bath water. Nigga, that nigga, I don't care who you are, you could be Muslim. <laughs> that shit funny, bro. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> hey, listen. Be- before I got cut off of my old uh, government ass internet, I got over here this this uh, Trump internet I got. Um, and hey, he out of office. Stop hey, listen, I, no, I guess since they they kicked they kicked his ass out, my internet fading a little bit. Um, <laughs> so we we did this we did this a while back. Don, who was it? You did um, you did um, the Eddie Murphy joints. We did the, we we had to pick Eddie Murphy movies. So we had um. life. We had life. We Harlem had Harlem Night. Night, coming to America. Coming to America. 
Yeah, I think Vampire in Brooklyn. Which I think no, yeah. give me give me your top out of them right there, Simon. Life, my favorite. Life, one of my favorite movies. Favorite. Um, um Harlem Nights. I'm I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you off the Vampire Brooklyn. I gotta scratch that one. That was. I gotta give you um Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the clumps, y'all. He was he was different in them clumps movie, y'all. He really was. He really Nutty was. Professor. Because listen, he introduced us to Dave Chappelle. Niggas don't even remember that. Nobody knew who Dave Chappelle was to that movie when he said, "What's the when he when he was transferring from Professor Reggie, 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 Reggie. <laughs> but see, look, because he was doing, was, he was doing, he was, yeah, he was doing um, stand up in the joint. But that's, so, yeah. that's a that's a that's a that's a kudos to Martin Lawrence because Martin Lawrence said when whoever get on first because they had a little pack. It was Tommy Davis and Martin Lawrence, Monique, Dave Chappelle. Tommy Davis auditioned for uh, Living Color. He got on by himself. So Martin Lawrence, once he got on, he helped his. He pulled his He pulled his comrades up, and that's how they was able to get on. They used to ride around like me being from the DMV. I hear a lot of these stories. They used to ride around. Teddy Carpenter used to not. They he thought they wasn't funny. So once one of them got on, he helped the rest of them get on, and that's that's kudos to Martin Lawrence. He helped a lot of niggas get on, but he put that play in for David Chappelle to get on, and. Eddie Murphy showed you how great he was to introduce us to Dave Chappelle, which we a lot of people look at Dave Chappelle as their favorite comedian. But if you look at in this day, yeah. But if you look at yeah, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, but listen, Eddie was nineteen. Saturday Night Live, and they didn't want to take a chance on him because he came, he came in, he came in second place. But the guy who won first place was a drug addict. But they had just lost Tom Belushi to drugs, mm-hmm. so they said we can't go well, that route. Yeah, Jim, yeah, yeah, they can't go yeah, that route. Yeah. So they went with Eddie Murphy at nineteen and gave him the keys to the world at nineteen. And, 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 and it, you had you had Eddie Murphy. You had, you know how many people wrote for him? The Keenan families, the Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. That was they claim the fame. I wrote for Eddie Murphy, so I can go pitch this to Fox and get a living color. I can go pitch this and get a movie. I was one of Eddie Murphy's writers. Eddie Murphy was different. He put a lot of people in the body of comedy on until Martin. When Martin hosted Def Jam, he mm. told all these people to come audition. We don't have these type of outlets no more. It ain't no comic view. It ain't no Def Jam. It's almost like I got to do movies and come back and say, hey, I do stand-ups. So that's why I'm trying to like get in some movies. Or, or, or you know, the Instagram, TikTok. Everything is moved more to the to the social media. Like yeah, like I'm from your era. The Mon, the comedy jams, Uptown Comedy Club, right, Comic yeah. View on BT. That's how I got to know a lot of comedians from like that's how I did, hey, Chris Tucker, what, uh, Ricky yeah. Smiley. Yeah, all them, all them, my all them, my all them, Tony Woods, Chris Tucker, all them. Tony, my, yeah. All them. So, you know, yeah, that, that, that that uptown comedy joint used to be funny. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, and for step, hey, step, hey, step, and for the and for the represent for the white folks, Gary Owens, well, Gary Owens. Hey, he's a pretty, he's a very funny comedian, but he always was in the, was, was they crossed the lines with me as far as like the, the early comedians. I mean, uh, motherfucking, uh, my man, uh, what's what's the uh, my man? Don't get no respect. It's three niggas. Well, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. But it's no, but he. I'm talking about that's as far as that circuit of the the comic views of '90s and the, the early '90s and 2000s. Gary Owens, he was the one dude I seen as a white boy that was going in there and crushing it at black comedy clubs. And I seen him in person, so I was but, just saying that. Just, you know, there's three cats from the DMV area 
that a that a, a mainline comedian. Back in the day, it was Ted Cobbler. Niggas ain't want to fuck. With hey, him. he's hilarious, bro. No vases over there. <clears throat> yeah. Had a young nigga named Skiba, Southeast nigga. He was terrible. Mm -hmm. Skiba was the host at Uptown. He was the host at uh uh, uh the John and Laurel. What's the John and Laurel called? Uh, John on Main Street. Main Street. What's that John called? Uh, what Main Street comedy. I think. What the fuck was it? I know you talking about though. It was it was John on Main Street right there. He he was the host of that joke, and it's a nigga out of but you know Lawrence Owens. It was like three niggas that niggas ain't fucking with. Like I don't care if you, you, you like, especially Ted Cobbler. Niggas, niggas was not putting Ted Cobbler on shows, bro. Like he he just was. Hey, and, and and for those uh fuck your opinion fans who don't know Teddy Cobbler, check him out. If you're in our age group and you still can't put the face of the name, it was the dude that had big legs. And she came on the stage and he had the joke when he put his hands in his pocket. And yo, Simon says, I'm a comedian, must love him myself. I, I consider myself somewhat of a comedian. But he put his hands in his pocket and he had her doing the gestures and she grabbed the shit at the man brave. That was that's and that's what you call comedy genes, because you took physicality and the punchline. Stand no vase, mm -hmm. then he came back with the Martin Lawrence. I mean, the Martin Luther King, John. He, mm -hmm. he got three standing ovations on Def Jam. No other comedian did that. Three, like, up out of your chair, standing ovations. Like, yeah, he's was a Ted, funny man. Ted, but Ted was arrogant. Ted was cocky. Ted was DMV. You know, it, wasn't, it wouldn't have been no Martin Lawrence had Ted cooperated. But Ted, one thing about Hollywood, Ted. Hollywood undefeated. Ted went. They gave. They was about to get Ted Carpenter a show, but Ted went and told them people, "Now nah, I don't want him. I don't want him to get my own people him." They gave Ted two hundred thousand dollars and said, "Beat it." He came back home, started that Ted, uh, that the House of Change on down on Ninth Street, and that John flop. And that's how they they found Amon Lawrence. Like, okay, he is protege. Boom, he gonna cooperate here. He more of a yes man. We more can cooperate with him. Amon Lawrence was more so like. He wasn't great at stand-up, but he was great at hosting. Like, let's be honest, like, them You So Crazy or You Go Girls, they wasn't your top five stand-up jokes you watch because anybody can tell sexual jokes and make it nasty. That's just my opinion. But what he that did... That first one was funny as shit, though. Was, you so crazy? was it You So Crazy or the other one? What but was it was like one? the sexual jokes yeah. made it funny. It was the sexual yeah. jokes part that made it funny. It wasn't like some earth shattering, like, damn, that joke was funny all the way through. It wasn't until he said, he dipped his head in the water, like, oh, you so chocolatey and all that old old sexual gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, that shit was... Oh, the shit, and the shit crumbs. The shit crumbs was funny. I'm ready. Hey, boy, he has but see, that, shit, but, but see, but see that, that's just different comedy you know what i'm saying like a different type of comedy you might that just might not be for everybody but, but martin claimed his claim that fame okay he went to parkdale boom he went out he he taped what's so happening now the spinoff to what's so happening but that what's, John happened? Folded, what's happening now but yeah. that don't hold it after six seasons i mean six shows big shirley died he had to come back home he was still working at the Sears and Landover Mall as a shoe manager. And mm, shit, mm -hmm. Spike Lee put him in a movie. Once right, Spike do Lee the right thing. Thing, And then he, he started doing the kid and play Jones. And then when Def Jam came, he, right, was, he was out of there. Mm. But mm -hmm. Slim started in 83, though. He didn't get his break until 95. It was 12 years. That's a long. That's a long time to be scratching. Oh, hey, it comes. It comes to the. It comes. And when it comes to the business, 
They say it's 10 years. What, 10 years, 10,000 hours? You got to put in that amount of time. That shit gets right. This is the whole thing. That's why they're going to hold on to Kevin. Kevin Hart is the last of the death jam. Mm -hmm. After yeah. Kevin Hart's run is up, after his run is up, it's like, who is next? Who you grooming for that next spot? They was trying to groom Lil Real for that next spot, but he was so much similar to Kevin Hart, but he wasn't as funny on the stand-up level. That they was like, ah, we can't really. Because you got to be able to sell stand-up box office and movies, and, and they got to be able to put you on like a show. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a full prospect. Yeah, because especially with this COVID shit, ain't ain't nobody taping nothing. Ain't no ain't nigga Kevin Hart doing comedy in his living room right now on Netflix. Hey, you know and Nick Nick, Nick Cannon, he blew his shot. He got too too political. Yeah, but hey, what, 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 what was the last Kevin Hart? That shit was in the living room. He, I, I didn't even see it. It, it was yeah, in his living room. He was from from a, a part of his house. That they they oh, say. Okay. Damn, I, I didn't even see the joke. His basement. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you're talking about the number one. A list. Yeah, they've been slamming that joint though. They, they've been slamming that that last. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they said it was some shit. But I watched it. It was pretty. It, it had his funny moments. Kevin Hart is a guy who has his funny moments. To here's me, his thing. His thing. His thing. It was one of the realest jumps he did. All the rest of them jumps, you can tell he did it for the clout. This one, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna let y'all know." My daughter's starting to try to fuck around, and she's starting to try to take dick. He was some. It was some real. Shit going, mm -hmm. and I respected that John more because it was really him. It wasn't right. putting that mask on being who you want me to be. It's like, man, what y'all going? See, they hate, and then they hate him for that. They hate him for being that. Yeah, but listen, you know? but listen. But then once you go through, once you go through controversy, and people realize you're not the golden boy no more. You got no choice. Once he, because at first before he got caught with the cheating shit, he was like the golden boy. But once you got tarnished. You don't give a fuck no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying then the like, car, then okay. the car crash, shit, and all yeah. that, shit. Yeah. yeah, all that shit. Like, man, See, my, my, my problem with him was that he tried to apologize. Man, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, he did that for his wife, though. He. Loved I mean, I know, I know, I know. But you ain't got, you ain't got to do that on camera, though. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, like, yeah, but, 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 him, but when you dealing with public humiliation, these new women, you got to. Cause it's you gotta different. do what you gotta do. He can't it's come up and be like, man, shit. especially because they got social media. Doors and still act like right. fuck everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying? It's different. It's different. Hey, because now hey, hey, but hold up, hold up. Because we whatever we was going to do on the show, that shit is like out the way. But I, I want to get this. I want to get your um your top top five MCs, man. Yeah, yeah, music, baby, music. Yeah, I want to know your top five MCs. Your top five basketball players before we get out of here, man. Who's All the right, go? Who's your basketball go? We, 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 we want to know who your goat is, man. You said he's magic, man. My my favorite player all time, like different, was was Kobe Bryant. You know, like he was he was my guy. Like, is he your number one? Yeah, Who's your number one, one man? You, you, you talking around? Is he he your number one? Kobe your number one? Your your your, your the greatest basketball player for you all time? Shot. Shaq. All right, all right, okay. Because okay. right. okay. Shaq. Shaq, Shaq changed the game. He changed He changed the way you draft. He changed the way you play. Shaq was different. But I kind of like Shaq and Kobe together. You can't mention one without the other one. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with Shaq. Cause Shaq give, was, give me your five. Give us your five. Who's your, your, your five uh, five basketball players or, or, or the, uh, the MCs? Basketball players? Okay. Oh, MCs? Which one first? It don't matter. You already said yeah. Shaq. Yeah, go ahead and do the five basketball since you're in the basketball. Right. Shaq at my center, Duncan at my four. No, no, listen, not not by position, my dude. Yeah, we top want your top five. We want, we want the top five. You, you, oh, top five in my life. Okay. 
Allen Ives and Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal. I like that. I like that. Hey, you no know problem. I seen a, uh, no Hey, problem. you know. Listen, listen. You know, <laughs> you're like, you're I know like you're going. Right. Be, that's why I wasn't yeah, doing that. I'm not even going into that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to waste our last four minutes with that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. But I want to say yeah, this. No, that's all. That's all I said. It was a recent article came out where Michael Jordan was quoted saying this. He said, "Thank God, Allen Iverson was only six foot tall. Was only six feet tall." Yes, Jordan yeah. said that himself. Thank God when he he said that Allen Iverson was only six feet tall. Him since the like Jordan was, days, he was different, bro. He was different. Let I me. Mean, you say, no? I, I just, I mean, the height probably would have took something from him, though. I let think, me, I let bro. I, I think if he, he was six was, three. Six, I just three, think the six, way he, I, I just think the way he was is what made him what he was, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think the height would have made him a different. It made him a different player. That's what yeah. I think. But. Let me get into the MCs. Top five MCs all time. I'm gonna go with Pop. I'm gonna go down south with Jeezy. Mm. I'm gonna go. Uh, lyrically, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hov. I like. Uh, I like big and I like method man. All right, that, that that's a that's a. Uh, just step ain't even get to hear the last five. Yeah. That's a, yeah. hey, step try throw the LeBron in there. Damn yeah, 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 yeah. You already know it, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, you should be a shame, shame on you, step for that LeBron. Shame what? on you, step. Hey, you heard the stop. You heard you you heard the stop five. No, I, I, I heard ho. I heard his last ho. Who was his his last two? I, I said, I said, Pop, Jeezy, Hove, Biggie, and Method Man. You said Method Man, right? I had because them, them, them five changed my my way of thinking. Like, like when I was off my trap shit, they was they was the ones I listened to. When I was off my oh, they a businessman. Oh, we ain't wearing but we ain't wearing jerseys no more. We wearing button ups. I was I was off that. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a lot of influence. On my life, impact on my life. Hey, let me tell you something, Method Man, right now, because he just put a song out a couple, a, a few months ago. Uh, with Method Man, still got bars. I don't know if you heard the joint with him and Conway the Machine. Method Man still got bars, bro. He ain't even lost a step. I mean, see, that's that's the age on it. I, yeah, they, that's the put that's putting the age on it. All the motherfuckers yeah, still a bunch of ass. Like, but a lot of, like <clears throat> we talking about, we we talking about new school. Nah, we ain't talking about new school. Nah, we, <laughs> but who you got? Who you got? But if we talk about new school, if I had to pick one that I like, uh, he gonna outwork you. I'm gonna have to pick the baby, not little baby. The baby. I like I like the baby. See, I like the baby because I because he actually raps. That's what I, actually, what I, what, like yeah, when the, when, I, when I when I when I say that, I say I, I, I can fuck with him because he actually do he rap does. on his own. He, he, I'm he a young. I mean, I like Young Dolph. I don't know why, but I'm fucking with Dolph. I'm fucking with Dolph. But I put, I put Dolph. Dolph the head of this generation that's out now. Though. He is. Hey, hey, real quick, Simon. Check this out. We're running up on a minute and a half. Hey, listen, man. Make sure everybody go out check my man Simon. Where can they follow you at, Simon? Everything Simon says crazy on every everything everything. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, everything. Simon says crazy, all one word. Simon says crazy. Make sure y'all check him out. This will not be the last time y'all see him with us. Uh, if, if you have not already liked this shit, 
Check us out, man. Hit our podcast, Facebook page. Thank y'all for joining us, man. We're going to make this thing happen again. Simon, we're going to get up and do some things anyway, man. Fuck your opinion. You know, God is good. Water's wet. The sky is blue. Fuck your opinion. We out. We out. We out.